0: Welcome to the Hometown Headlines podcast. John Miller joining you from HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you again for joining us today. We are back in Brand Red Studios. We appreciate Todd being here, as always, making us sound far better than the quality of the host. Thank God we are joined by a guest who has quality is probably her middle name. And that is Carol Morgan from Denim Denim Marketing, Inc. Make sure you get that correct. Ms. Morgan, good morning.
1: Good morning. Thank you for
0: joining us. Folks, I got to tell you, we are just talking off air about this or off whatever we call this stuff, podcasting about this. Sarah, Sarah, Carol is the one who basically got us involved, Hometown Headlines involved in social media eons ago. So you speak, we're going to talk today about some, uh, some basics in social media. And Carol, you may laugh about that because you've been doing this now for, for almost decades. Um, we have people we talk to every day in our you know, Hometown Headlines environment. Who are still new? they still a little bit weary of Facebook and Twitter. Is kind of a, you know, a, what a six-letter, four-letter word, so to speak. Um, blog, blogs are kind of podcasts are brand new. So I'm thinking about that. I thought, well, who better to bring in than somebody who's an expert at all this stuff? Been doing it for years. And you have your own basically webcast and podcast. Just folks to show you just how much uh, credibility this young lady has. Looking at it, a thousand broadcast already
1: yeah we're pretty close to a thousand
0: that's amazing
1: been been on air since october of 2011
0: you are a pioneer now well this pioneer is going to share some of the uh, things you want to know about for your business for maybe your social organizations whatever you're involved in but some social media things that are far simpler and far easier all you got to do is get past that four letter word tech and you are in good shape so carol again thank you for being here this morning very quick, let's go ahead. We'll start with uh, we'll start with some of the easy stuff here. If you're kind of new, or maybe you're not quite committed to social media yet, what's the best way to jump into social media? Maybe five key easy points.
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing we see is that you need to have a plan. So have a plan and have a content calendar. So I would say that is number one. Don't just jump out there and start posting stuff, you know, kind of willy-nilly. Your social media plan should tie in with your marketing plan, which I know seems... You know kind of basic but people don't know what to put out there on social media and it should be the same thing that if they were doing a newspaper ad or buying a billboard or a planning a promotion or there's a few of them around still okay so I'd say you know start with a plan um, and then second you know run ads everybody hates to hear that but if you want Organic reach, you need paid reach too. So pay, even if it's just two hundred dollars a month, even if it's just a hundred dollars a month, pay for Facebook ads and pay for some promoted posts on
0: Instagram. No good points about that. Instagram's another one of the social media things we're going to talk about there. But uh, uh, using social media, you know what? What, what are your top? I mean, some folks say, okay, I can maybe get Facebook. I may dabble a bit in Twitter, scared about that. Instagram, OMG, (laughs) LinkedIn, whatever. Let's walk folks through some of those.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Facebook is definitely the three billion pound gorilla. If you have to pick one site and do one site well, that's the one to pick. But you do have to advertise if you're business. Um, Instagram. Everybody loves Instagram because it's all about the photos. We have two generations coming up that literally communicate through photos. Um, if you start looking at the demographics on Snapchat, none of us are on Snapchat. But the 18 to 29-year-olds, the Absolutely. statistic is something like 61% actually have that. I'm sorry. It's, uh, if you want to reach them, it's Snapchat. 68% of the 18 to 29-year-olds are on Snapchat. And again, it's a visual communication tool. And that's why Instagram's been so hot It's just that simple people can put a photo out there they can add two or three words put a bazillion hashtags on it and people will like it and follow it
0: you said the magic word here and i have a good friend who may be listening today as leanne cook who has uh, been the queen of hashtags out there mm-hmm. i'm still one of these guys who i think of hashtags i'm thinking of corned beef hash right I'll, I'll do a limited but i'm probably way behind the time how vital or are they vital to have hashtags
1: I think they're vital on certain sites, and it's a way to get a whole lot more reach and a whole lot more lift. Um, You know, one of the things I like about Instagram is that you can follow people they don't necessarily have to follow you back. So you can follow them and start interacting with them. And you can find people who talk about subjects similar to what you talk about and what you're interested in through the hashtags. Same is true on Twitter. One of the things I still love about Twitter is you can follow people. You can use Twitter for intelligence. We all know breaking news. If you want to know why traffic is stopped on I-75 South and you can't figure it out and you can't find it on a news station, just go to Twitter. It'll be on there. My number one asset is Twitter. I I love Twitter. Twitter is still the number one place that the public breaks news for the TV stations and the radio stations. Um, Again, hashtags on Twitter are huge. It helps you to find people to follow. It helps to categorize your your tweets. um, And it will get you more reach. Um, And that's just statistical on both of those sites. I don't know how vital they are for, you know, any of the rest of them. Maybe Pinterest as well. Um, I find them annoying on Facebook. And I think most diehard Facebook fans would rather not have hashtags all over a Facebook post. Um, but Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, you should be using them and using them to your advantage. I mean, you can literally, there's sites out there that you can search and they'll help tell you, you know, if you're, what the subject matter is. Okay, so if podcasting is the subject matter, what are the top 10 podcast hashtags that you should use to get more lift for your podcast? So, you know, if you're going to use them,
0: use them and do some research. No, good point about that. So there it is, a, l- a little plug there for hashtags, something I probably need to do now. I'll tell you, I'm also something I'm a little slow about. This is kind of a sidebar to all this. I am not an emoji person. <laughs> I don't even do thumbs up. All right? I'm like ten four or you bet, whatever it is. I mean, maybe it's the old journalist in me. I mean, never mind hashtags drive me nuts when I'm reading a post or whatever. And I'm having a gut here. Give me give me the news. Give me the information. And then here's hashtag blah, 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 blah. And then next, you know, here comes the, the emojis with the peace sign and 100%. I'm like, a, again, is it just I'm a dinosaur or what?
1: Um, yeah, sorry, maybe a Tyrannosaurus Rex Because the reality is on social media Those emojis give the post more lift So more people are going to read it if it has emojis And the statistic on Facebook is something startling Like 60% more people read it I mean, the statistics around emoji cons are huge Now, the problem still is Depending on what you're putting those emojis on They may or may not translate So if you're putting them in an email And somebody's still on AOL And yes We know you're out there and listening. AOL users, you know, maybe those come through as a semicolon with a, you know, a slash when it's a smiley face, or it comes through as a J, or it comes through as just all sorts of funky symbols. And that happens from phone to phone, depending on carrier and what model of your phone. It happens between emails. Um, I think they're pretty consistent once they're on social media. You know, if you see them and they look right, they probably look right to everybody else. But it's something to be aware of. Um, I developed an entire course called Netiquette, and it's on etiquette. Online in the digital age. And one of the things we talk a lot about is those emojis and emoticons and how they're really not universal. And some of the ones that maybe we're using here in the States might be insulting in Germany. So you really have to think about about it and think about it in the context that you're using them. But on social, they give you huge lift
0: as far as reach. That's amazing to me. Again, being Mr. Jurassic Park uh, journalist (laughs) over here. But looking at some of these things, though, too, how they come in there and all, this is going to be a, a crazy question for you. Is there an age limit on emojis? I mean I, I feel weird trying to and I got a 19 year old son I think you got a 20 year old son. Um, I feel weird if I would drop some emojis in my but, you know he'll send them to me if I think you know you, you know here it is and you know 45 year difference. Uh, is it is it just me being an old just man or
1: what? Just join in and use them. They're kind of fun, um, you know. And depending again you on your phone, I have an iPhone, so it suggests which ones I should use. So I find emojis oh, I, I didn't even know existed. So sometimes I'll just send somebody a complete text that's just emoji cons, you know. Well, I've got a few of those. Yeah.
0: And it, it, it kind of look like, like like what are you trying? I can figure it out. I right. mean, I'm not I'm not that basic at all. All right, so I am behind the time, so uh, you, you you, hometown headlines <laughs> fans out there, be prepared. Hashtag City and Emoji City coming up there as well. We talked about Twitter a little bit here. Let's talk a little bit more about Twitter. Well, back to Facebook, first off. <laughs> um, you know, and some of the basics on Facebook as well. I mean, a lot of folks are, what gets me is they're afraid of, I got a, a gentleman I, I'm very close to, a little bit older than I am, so he and I, he's probably also one of the Jurassic Park journalists. Um, I don't want to put my information on Facebook to get a Facebook account going because I'm afraid, you know, what Zuckerman or somebody else is going to do for it. As far as I can tell, that information is pretty secure.
1: It's probably pretty secure. I mean, you look at what things are being hacked. I mean, the city of Noonan was just hacked, and all their services are shut down. Look at the state
0: court system. Yeah, right, exactly.
1: exactly. So, you know, the challenge is is that all of your information, you should protect it. I mean, after our big scam with Equifax, you know, I locked all of mine down. It's, it's really kind of fun. Now you go into the department stores and like, would you like a credit card? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love for you to give me a credit card, but all my credit's frozen, so I won't be getting one oh, yeah. today. Um, but, you know, if you're really worried about your security, then freeze your credit. It's the number one way you can protect your Yourself. No, so, oh,
0: good point about that. Um,
1: but you know, as far as is your information secure, it's probably as secure as it is anywhere else. I mean, banks get hacked, everything gets hacked, and it, you know, and that stinks. I hate that. But you know, if you are in business, you should be using Facebook for your business. Everyone's there. 68% of all Americans are there. Your grandmother is there, your son is there, your sister is there. They are all there. And maybe they're there to communicate with other people. But they also buy clothes and coupons for things. And, you know, it's its, its own marketplace. People start looking oh, for cars on Facebook it's now. It's the
0: number one marketing device for hometown headlines. I mean, heck with oh. Google. Google is kind of like a third string for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we get more. Of course, you know, we, when we post, you know, whatever you see on, on our websites, for example, uh, we also automatically post it to Facebook. And, right. I mean, we will see an incredible draw come off of Facebook.
1: Well, the reality is most people get their news today on Facebook. Yep. So they're getting their news from hometown headlines on Facebook, or they're reading the Atlanta Journal Constitution on Facebook, or they're reading the Rome News Tribune, or whatever it is, but they're reading it on Facebook because they don't subscribe anymore, and they're not going to touch anything made of paper. They're going to read it digitally, or maybe they do subscribe, but they're still, they're seeing it on Facebook
0: and then going to the site. Here's a question for you, uh, and this, this, this may be a a dollar question that may upset some of our friends in the print business now. There are so many paywalls out there, but yet you'll still see the stories teased on Facebook. So I'll be right. sitting there looking at something, and okay, I you know I'm one of these people. I'll read the headline, I bite, I want more, click, I hit the link. We're sorry, you've used up your three, your or three. two, or three, or right. f- whatever kind of stuff. As a customer, of course, if I'm if I'm doing it for free, it's my tough luck. Right. Um, is it good to make people mad though like that? I don't think it's a good idea.
1: I don't know. You know, I think they're struggling to survive, and none of them move fast enough is the reality. You know, some of them get it. Some of them have done a good job with it. But, you know, the collapse of newspaper and the collapse of magazines in this country continues. Um, the reality is people don't read anymore. You know, we've, we've, we've got two generations who communicate with emojis and photos. That's and, true. And they don't read. They watch YouTube. I mean, YouTube is by far the number one site for those eighteen to twenty-nine year olds. So we're talking Gen Next. I still call them. I guess they're calling them Gen X now. Or I'm sorry, Gen Z. So the Gen Zs and the younger millennials. Ninety-one percent of them are on YouTube. And that, you know,
0: that's my next one of my next questions. That we're talking about, and we'll get to, we'll get the YouTube yet for yeah. YouTube fans out there very quickly. Um, but back with back with Facebook, uh-huh. when you do sign up, people think, Oh, I don't want to give them all the information. You can give them. I think all they really need is an email address.
1: Probably, it's been so long since number. I signed up. Yeah, I don't well, yeah. know.
0: Good point. But <laughs> it, it seems to me that they don't. They don't really ask for that much. I'm like you. I've been doing it for a while.
1: I think I you're right. I think all you really have to do is have an email address.
0: And then you decide how much information. I Correct. mean, for a while there, we had our home address on ours, mm-hmm. and you know, my wife, and my son. Said, we don't want people to know where you know. Well, it's pretty easy to find us no matter what in this right. world. But you can decide what you are, what you want to have on there as well. Um, but you basically you sent you need an email address, maybe a phone number, uh, who you are, your real name,
1: a real and, photo, not your dog.
0: Yeah, good point. It might be nice. And then you pop it on in there. Now, of course, very quickly for those who are, are kind of new to Facebook, you have your personal page, right? But I think you and I and others also use the business page more than anything else. How about telling folks about what the business page is?
1: Yeah, so your business page is you know everything about your business and. Um, you know, I think some of the restaurants do it best because, you know, they always have a daily special. So they can put their daily special up. They can put their daily specials up. They can post photos. They can talk about, you know, if you're a, a restaurant that has, you know, a concert facility, what's what's in concert this weekend? You know, how much are tickets? So I think people go to Facebook for food and entertainment a lot. I mean, I know that in Cartersville, if I want to know what the daily specials are at Sweet Market, I'm not going to find them on their website. And That's too excellent. hard to update. They you know? are right. excellent
0: about that. They're but one of the which is another one of our questions, folks. We, this is getting to be psychic. I'm a little scared. <laughs> um, people like you know Sweet Market in Cartersville and others out there, I looked every day to see you know, if I'm if I'm going through there and there's in my feed, uh, and I do follow Sweet Market. I look at what they're special. So if that's going to help me decide if I'm going to lunch, if I got a lunch appointment, I want to say, hey, let's go from X to, to Y because right. they got this and it's wonderful kind of thing. Mm-hmm. People, it was, pro- the problem I see at least is the infrequency. Right. Why don't you do that every day or every week? There, every day you're open, and we have people who gotta sit there. You can go to their Facebook pages, and it's gonna be two weeks old.
1: Right, which becomes a problem. Yep. Because you know your your fans, the consumers, want to know what's going on with your company. So if you're not posting, then maybe they think you're out of business.
0: That's part of the thing that, or you know, one of your competition out there. Of course, in Rome, especially, you right. and Carter's was the same way. Um, you are one of our uh, one of our favorite sports is dining. I mean, you know, we're one, of the, we're one of the top 20 markets in the country for dining. Oh, there's some great food in Rome, for and sure. People look, and people do that. They'll, okay, if, I, if you're not posting over here, you know, Broad Street Restaurant, well, look, the guy down here in the 300 block sure is, and you're not. And, boy, right. they've got, you know, wings or it's Burger Thursday or something like there that.
1: There are definitely um, people in Rome and restaurants in Rome who really get it. Yep. And some who kind of get it when they seem to have time and some who are just checked out. And I think that's true anywhere. Um, But I will say, if you want to be successful in business, and you've got specials, and you've got promotions, and you've got cool customers, you know, testimonials, putting them on Facebook is a way to just amplify that and grow your business even more. Because I think the average person on Facebook now has 170 friends. So we'll just go back to the Sweet Market example. So let's say I love their daily special, and I share that. Hey, I'm going to Sweet Market today. I love the special. The soup is phenomenal. Um, Now. It's it's reached beyond Sweet Markets page of whoever happened to see you know their page. They've reached my hundred and seventy friends. Of course, (laughs) I have way more than hundred and seventy friends. You're probably about seventeen thousand. Nah, I don't know. I've I've slimmed that down, but it's probably fifteen hundred or two thousand somewhere in there. It's it's ridiculous, but um, so you know, I've amplified that message for them. So you know, not being there, I think, should be scarier than being there.
0: No, good point. And, again, this is a good example, whether it's a restaurant or something else. I mean, and I know banks have some restrictions that come into them from some of the regulars. But still, even sometimes some of the things banks do. I mean, I'm like, you know, y'all should be a little more hyperactive, especially Mm -hmm. in a competitive market. And Rome is, you know, Rome loves competition. We love food, but we love competition as well. You know, we'll close this segment with this talk about Facebook. Um, You know, all the things we're going to do this week, we'll go over um, recent headlines, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I was telling you beforehand. I think the most popular story we've had in the last couple of days has been the reopening of all things. Um, the the Spirit Halloween store up here by the mall will open up next month. But the other big thing is the thing that consumed probably an hour of my day through 2019 is answering questions on when Bucket O Shrimp. Oh yeah, was going to open over here is on DNA. It opened up on Tuesday, officially open on Wednesday. And uh, the number two one was the opening of Thatcher's Barbecue in Somerville. Mm. And they opened up yesterday. So I'm kind of like, I just got an hour of my life back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously. And they were not, either one of them was not Facebook proactive. And I'm thinking to myself, you people are walking away. When I called, a very quick story, and we'll break after to this, I promise you. Um, when I called Bucket O's Shrimp there um, from Gainesville, Georgia... And I called them to say, can you please give me some type of time? For, I, I, it's not that we want this big exclusive. I said, I'm tired of answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, you'll, you'll do me a favor. Mm-hmm. And I said, can you give me a time? She goes, we'll open up before the end of the summer. I said, okay, we'll use that. I said, ma'am, I'm getting barrage." She goes, oh, we get hundreds of calls from, from Rome already trying to find out more about this
1: why don't you just put a Facebook call, well, a page her, up, and then your phone lines will be free.
0: Spend two minutes to do the Facebook update, and you won't have those phone calls. And, right. you know, I know they're busy, and they're small business, all that kind of stuff. But for you, and you just amplify something I think is very important, Facebook not only being on Facebook, but frequent updates. Right. Not once a week. No. You know, maybe three, four, or five times a week, especially if you're in a competitive business there. We are joined again by Carol Morgan Todds here producing this as well. We're talking about your social media needs, and we're doing this in English, folks. We're not trying to throw all the tech garbage out there. We'll do more of this break after this break. This is the Hometown Headlines Podcast Edition.
1: I'm Ryan Simmons, creative director at Brand Red. We're honored to sponsor today's episode. If you're looking to grow your business, we help companies just like yours reach new customers. Contact us by visiting our website at brandredstudios.com or emailing us at info at brandredstudios.com.
0: And welcome back to the Hometown Headlines podcast. We are interviewing our good friend, Carol Morgan, she who turned us on to social media. Gosh, how many years ago is that? For me, it's going to be seven, eight, nine years.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: I know I'm up to almost fifty thousand tweets already, so
1: that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot.
0: I tell you, it's fat, and you'd be surprised the number of Facebook posts we do every week too. But that's that's just part of that's part of today's media. Carol is a certified expert, by the way. We didn't plug we didn't really plug uh, your business that much, denim marketing, uh, based in Cartersville, but you guys really have a reach into Atlanta and actually in a national sense, you are really real estate experts
1: well, we have clients nationwide we work mostly for large regional builders or uh, large remodelers we have a client uh, as far as as colorado springs one in san francisco a client in florida and then i think on the north side uh connecticut or pennsylvania
0: i'll be darned and yet you maintain a local base by the way carol is among the uh New folks coming into the leadership Barto for two thousand nineteen twenty. So it's
1: twenty twenty class 2020. of twenty twenty. Okay, yep. Congrat- you'll graduate have, next year. We November. have twenty twenty vision.
0: Now <laughs> here we go. You can do a little marketing there. So are you going to be leading this class, or oh are you a no,
1: I'm just a student. I'm looking forward to it. I think there's thirty of us in the class. Oh, it's and it's, it's, uh, a, it's we, a good
0: project. You're going to enjoy. it. Yeah,
1: we kick it off in mid August with a retreat. So well, congratulations on that. And you're Thank also you. a
0: published author. In fact, you have written books on social media yep. and, and the, really the building industry. But.
1: Yeah, so my fourth book is out, Social Media Marketing for Your Business, um, published by Builder Books. So you can get it at builder, builderbooks.com. It's also available on Amazon. And I think it's available in Barnes & Noble.
0: Search by author Carol Morgan. Just search
1: by Carol Morgan, social media. Now, make sure it's social media marketing for your business because it's the latest. There's three prior, and, you know, one of them goes back to 2007 so, or 2008. It's, it's, let me, it's old.
0: <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a very personal question here. When do you find time for all this?
1: Uh, sometimes I wonder. I don't know. You know, there's the stuff you have to do, and then there's yeah. the stuff you want to do. Um, and if it's something you really want to do, you'll make time for it. Um, I can tell you my first book I wrote in about— three or four weeks, and I literally, I would uh, finish dinner, put my smaller child at that point in bed, and then I would sit down in front of the computer, and I had it outlined, and I would literally type so I couldn't see straight. Wow. And then go to sleep and get up the next morning and you know, run the agency and take care of clients and do the same thing again. Wow. The last one I wrote, I wrote almost completely on weekends. Good for you. So... But you know, you know, if you're going to run a company and do something else you want to do, you're going to have to find the time to do it. Because yeah, you got it. You a good point. You got to make time. You still only time. 24 hours in the day. I keep trying to find an extra day each week. I could really use one. <laughs>
0: we'll work on that for you. <laughs> and in the meantime, of course, you're also out there doing stuff all over social media as well, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, Carol has just done, of course. You, know, if you heard the first segment, you're a very, and I appreciate it. I appreciate. Thank you so much, very much." In English look at social media you know how to do things and a lot of folks we get garbly goop start talking about some of the high tech stuff and also we won't do that if we do by the way don't we don't worry about that producing our podcast as always todd lebarge is here and he'll slap us
1: if we get too technical
0: <laughs> there. carol let's go on back though, to some of the stuff we're talking about how facebook in particular has worked how facebook business pages work a little bit about twitter instagram a little bit about youtube as well How about some success story you've seen where this true, you know, we always say you got to do this for your business. Walk us through somebody, you know, who has really benefited from this.
1: Well, we've got lots of clients who've benefited from it. We do a lot of promotions on Facebook, so I can just share a couple of those, a couple fun ones. Um, We recently did what we called the Hip to Be Square promotion for Heatherland Homes. They have two communities that are close to the Marietta Square, so we partnered with two restaurants on the square, the Marietta Pizza Company and the Hog and Ale Barbecue, and we had coupons. For those, so when you went to either the two Heatherland communities, which is Marvell or Promenade at the Square, you and took and took a photo of yourself or, or checked in there, you would get a free barbecue com- um, coupon or a free um, coupon to merit a Pizza Company.
0: But, by the way, we have a very big food audience. Is yes. this still in effect.
1: Um, no, it's not nah, going on. Okay. It ended. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. So, but you should go eat both of those places. are oh, delicious. They're and I'm actually, one, one on of that. my college friends um, owns them both, which makes it even more fun. Um, so we promoted that. And then the, there was a, a kind of a move in ready package that went along with it. So if you bought during the time of the promotion, if you bought a new home, you got your refrigerator included, and your washer dryer included, and blinds included, which are things that are not normally, you know, those are normally things you have to buy after you move in. So it was a nice promotion for everyone. Um, and it was interesting in that um, we had like a thousand visits um, to the website to find out more about that promotion just That's awesome. in the in the first you know ten days of the promotion. Um, it increased uh, Facebook engagement forty three percent. Link clicks were up fifty percent, and Instagram impressions went up hundred and four percent during this time that period. That is a dynamic. In fact, the um, builder was so happy with it that we extended it another month and added another community. Great. So, Good job. so you know, a lot of it's just creating something that catches people's attention, and that's really the name of the game on social media now. Whether it's a clever title or a play on words or an impactful graphic or a great video or a phenomenal photo you've got to do something a little different to catch people's attention because everybody's out there posting
0: you made a good point about this in the first segment we'll bring this back I just talked again though about uh, you know a great photo or graphic whatever it is um, some some old even on beyond this dinosaur stage the use of graphics I mean mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're gonna put a to me and maybe if I'm crazy or not if you're gonna put a post up number one you gotta have the information and succinctly. Number two, you better have it hot linked somewhere. somewhere if, yes. If not, just like you know, it's a boomerang effect. But number three, you gotta have that image, that graphic, or something else. Absolutely.
1: And and maybe a phone number. We've started on a lot of posts putting a phone number. You know, call Susie Smith for more information on this community, seven seven oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, or click here.
0: Yep. Um, Good know, idea. or
1: or you know Facebook will allow you to learn use that learn more button there's lots of different ways but you know everything you do online should have some sort of call to action you want them to do something
0: yep yeah a know, lot of folks not just, just read just it, it do
1: something yeah
0: and I, I, I've never understood that even and even in media senses particular I mean you know even we do it you know we occasionally do some weather stuff and all right but every one of those things now better have some kind of a you know for more, come to Home Down Headlines or right. something like that. Just because, you know, it's part of the thing and we'll have more information for you. We're not trying to, we're not doing clickbait. We're going to say, okay, we have more details, better radar, whatever it is. That's, that's part of the thing there. So, great success story there. Um, Talking about how to do that kind of stuff. Do people need, and you made a very good point there. Do they need to go to a denim marketing or somebody else for social media needs Or is it something they can do on their own? Or is there a hybrid that you get started with you guys and then you can kind of do the best yourself?
1: I think it depends. Um, And it depends a lot on the company. If it's a small company who's doing it and doing it well, they should keep doing it. No one knows their company better than they do. But if it's a small company who doesn't take the time to do it or is scared to death of it, they should hire somebody to do it for them. Um, And then there's definitely hybrids. There's lots of hybrids. I can tell with a lot of our clients, we publish... you know and we work off of a calendar so we're working you know a lot of our clients are getting their august calendars next week to approve so they get 30 days of content a month and you know at the end of the month in advance so you know they're getting it before it starts running they can approve it it all plays into their overarching marketing plan but they'll go in and do the happy homeowner photo with just you know just sold a yeah. cute happy couple to sign and they'll post those or maybe they'll send them to us and say hey work this in on a slower day um, so i think there can be a hybrid. Um, I think I think there's a lot of companies you know most of who we work with for has they have a marketing director and every marketing director is tasked with this incredible array of different priorities and some things they're really good at and some things they just don't have time for mm-hmm. so you know what i find is marketing directors do the things they're really really passionate about um but they get to the point that they, there's just so much of it, they have to pick something to, to yep. outsource. And social media, and we still do a lot of media relations and public relations, and write a lot of blog posts. It's all very time-consuming. So, you know, if you don't have that extra 20 or 30 hours a month to do it, then by all means, outsource it.
0: You had another good point out there. You mentioned the word several times now. People kind of saying, what do you mean calendar out there? Uh, I love a lot, and, and, you know, as we as a news, you know, shall we say, receptacle, you can tell who's got a who's got an editorial calendar out there and you can do because if you're getting something on a regular basis you can almost time it out there but again if you're trying to push you know you're trying to push market whatever you want to call it your company those editorial calendars are gold
1: right oh absolutely and it really helps you to see the big picture so if you know that you have a newsletter going out on the 15th of the month and that it's going to have these topics in it then you can use those topics and run them throughout the rest of the month and You know what? You can run them more than once. You know, topics that are evergreen, you can run over and over and over again. I mean, we do it on the Denim Twitter. You know, I'll tweet blog posts that are two years old if they're still relevant. Why not?
0: No, Good point. Um, If the information is still valid, sure, that's great. See, I I was a very, again, Mr. Jurassic here. I thought, oh no, you put it out one time, they're going to see it. No, the hey. social media audience is like is like broadcast audience. Mm-hmm. You know, radio, traditional radio. In fact, everybody, we may remember the days when CNN headline news was the old format where every 15 minutes you got it again. And if you right. watch CNN headline news for two hours, you're outside screaming because you've watched the same stuff. But they knew that their audience was come and go, hit and miss kind of stuff. Right. And unfortunately, we, we, we're kind of, some folks in social media, it took me a while to learn this. But yeah, they are they, they they don't sit there all day. You know, some mm-hmm. folks are addicted, but some folks don't sit there all day. So they they need to be reminded. Or and I don't. I can't stand that. In case you missed it, act whatever it is. Act, like
1: <laughs> it. but a lot of folks do miss it. Right. Absolutely, and we all have the attention span of a gnat now oh, yeah. because we've got so much coming at us from so yeah, many always different been directions.
0: That way. So I guess I'm, I'm a social well, media person from way back when. I yeah. was with Al Gore and Al Gore and been on the internet. So. <laughs> but I've always had that attention span <laughs> out Was that
1: there. 1974? I, yeah. before, I,
0: I was at it before there as well. Uh, we're getting uh, a few more questions in here for you. We mentioned earlier YouTube. Uh, you are you, you're saying YouTube is it nowadays.
1: Oh, YouTube is absolutely it. If you have not engaged with video, find a way to do it, even if it's just we call them little video shorts or a bazillion different free apps and programs out there that you can take five or ten photos and make them move and add sound and add text, and you'll get 5,000 views on them on your Facebook page. You can load them on amazing. Facebook. You can load them on Instagram. You can load them everywhere. Um, video, people pay attention to because it moves. Um, you know, the same is true for your website. Whatever's moving on your website is really your call to action. No, so you don't keep that. that in mind. But And we, I uh, think, have a great studio here in Rome that can help you with video as well. Brand I'm red studio. Right We're here
0: right now. But been seriously, and I think they do some good stuff like that as well. And it does. And people think, well, gosh, I can get a Facebook video. Let me tell you, a Facebook video. Is something anybody can do, and mm-hmm. it usually looks like somebody who has a, you know. I love the ones that I made this mistake once or twice, where you turn your phone. And going, uh-huh. Oh, I want to get can you know, get the horizontal view. Oh uh, yeah, no, 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 it doesn't yeah.
1: turn horizontal on Facebook, but yeah, Facebook Live is a great way to go. It's still one of the few ways on Facebook that you can notify all of your followers all at once that you're doing something. So again, you know, and I haven't seen restaurants doing this. But I can think of several great applications, you know. Oh, sure. Hey, you know, this is what's going on today. We've got such and such band tonight. And all of a sudden now you've notified everyone who's following you. In one fell swoop, you know, John's live on Facebook talking
0: about what's going on tonight in Rome, you know. Yep, good point. And it, and it, it's, uh, it, it is vital. It's not hard to do. But I'm like you. I think, I, you know, if I, if I want to do something kind of, you know, nicer. Right. I'm going to be right. calling the brand reds of the world or do something. And, yes, it's a pitch, but at the same time, it's advice because you, it's like a resume. Um, people are watching your stuff, and the more quality right. is there. I had a very good conversation with a, a marketing director here in town earlier this week about that very thing. Yeah, you know, so-and-so may cost more, but you know, the, the, her bottom line was, look, every time we do something on social media, we are representing our company. Correct. And it better look Top quality. Right. And good for her. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess, you, know, that's, you, you want things to look right out there as well. Carol, on the closing minutes here, what other advice do you have? What have we missed here?
1: Well, I know you asked me the question if I had any social media horror stories.
0: We need to do the horror stories. We've well, got the
1: horror stories. So I've got a couple of funny ones. And I don't know. I don't know if you all remember the whole United Breaks Guitars, the David Carroll story. That's 10 years old now. It's a wow. decade old. Um, and, you know, that story was I think, probably shocking for United and for lots of people with big corporations. But it really changed how big corporations responded to social media.
0: No good point. Um,
1: So to me, that's kind of a landmark early on you know, something that happened that caught everyone's attention. But um, we were kind of grilling ourselves in and, and, you know, the denim agency and trying to figure out, you know, what have we had to hap- happen that was really horrific? And I do have one story. I can't name names, but whatever you all assume will be close enough. So it'll be funny. Um, we have a um, partnership with um, – a gentleman who has been very featured on hgtv hgtv superstar and he represents um one of the companies that we represent so we were running some of his ads on um our, one of our social sites but to promote them and we were running video and you know when you choose video you can crop the video to what you want it to show or you can crop the photo that you're putting with the video to what you want to show and facebook gives you a preview of that in the in the you know, back into the site. So we had this video running. When all of a sudden, I get this text. You know, it was running as an ad from our client saying, "But, but what is going on with you know our HGDV star? Um, I don't think that's what we want to be showing in social media. Um, can you please take this down immediately?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Well, you know, the preview of it zooms in on him below the belt." Oops. So all it really showed was his belt and you know the space below is what it was showing as a preview. Now that's not what Facebook showed us on the back end that the preview was going to be. Interesting. But, but it was one of those and we laugh, you know, it was probably our biggest social media emergency cuz we had to scramble to pull all of the ads down, and then to figure out how to rework it on the back end of the Facebook system so that they couldn't choose to zoom into the center of the photo. Because it was a it was a long, vertical photo of the gentleman, and they were just zooming in. And so oh, wow. it was um, quite embarrassing, but kind of quite funny. So
0: well, i got to ask, what kind of a hit count did it get? I it
1: mean, got a lot. It got well, a, there a you lot. Go. Of, oh, and that's kind of what I joked to the client. And I'm like, well, you know, I know it's not exactly what you want to show. I said, but I think there were probably some pretty happy women out yeah. there. Have you seen the video views? <laughs> So,
0: but I can see that that would be a horror story. And any other ones to share like that?
1: <laughs> that was probably our best one. You know, most of what we see out there is just somebody tagging the wrong page or tagging the wrong person. Bad or, URLs or with typos or right. yeah, bad URLs or whatever it is. You know, it's one of those things. After you publish it, you should go look at it. You know, go go look at it. Go click on it. Go check it. You know, same for blog posts. Go look at it. Go click on it. Go check it. You know what you think it might look like because it looked great on the back end. If you don't go look at the front end of your site, and you know what, you should look at it on your phone too. Oh, now,
0: outstanding! Good point. Very good point on that.
1: You know, because your Facebook header that looks great on your PC looks terrible on your phone. It's cut off on the left side. It's cut off on the right side. We can't see any of your words. You know, we're to the point we now build everything for digital, you know, mobile.
0: That's a great thing. Mobile we, first. And that's why I'm going to ask about that very quickly. Um, we, we There are so many things now when you do some of this Facebook stuff and any any kind of media stuff nowadays uh, the mobile application. What's the word for it when they when it boil it down from the website to the mobile? There's a, a little there's a nice little technical term there. I just can't think of responsive. Responsive. A, thank responsive? you very much. Mm-hmm. See folks, she is an expert. On this stuff, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot of these sites now come responsive. We Correct. do a few things on the side with real estate and whatever. And uh, thank God, you know we we gotta unfortunately go with it or hit that click that switch to make all these houses. You know, to compact it, make it all right. work and all. But still it's in and it is night and day. Right. I mean you look at your site, look at your regular your desktop, look at that, and the mobile especially. I don't know about you, what your clients are seeing now, but I think the, the, the switch toward mobile It's huge. I think every day we're looking at a sixty seven percent of the audience of Home Done Adlites. Two thirds of our audience. We're looking at, you know, that's what we're talking about that audience would be ten thousand to fifteen thousand people. On mobile. mobile.
1: Oh absolutely. Yeah. I mean the first thing everybody does when they wake up in the morning is grab their phone from the bedside oh, table yeah. and, and look at And the statistics, the number of people who go straight to Facebook are pretty daunting. Um, I check text first, or I check WhatsApp because my son's overseas currently in Germany, so I want to make sure he's okay, and he's six hours ahead of us. So, you know, when I wake up at 6 a.m., it's noon there. So his day's half over. Um, But, you know, I think all of us, I mean, then I go to my, you know, email, did anything blow up, or are there any text? And, you know, if I really am procrastinating about getting out of bed, I'll go through all of our clients' Facebook pages just to see if anyone said anything Nasty or negative, no, you know, o- overnight, because you know that's that's probably the biggest thing. I and mean, it's not social media nightmare stuff, but the probably the biggest thing we contend with is just crazy consumers commenting on prices of homes, or they don't like the door color, or whatever, you know, their their well, remark of the day is.
0: You just answered a question I didn't bring up to you, but like you said, people get up first thing in the morning, they're grabbing their phones, and people keep saying, you know, what's killing newspapers or periodicals, whatever it is, it's that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, would
0: you rather go through your Facebook page and see, you know, things you're worried about or concerned about, whatever it is, first, but also what's more important? A new sewer going in on Highway 27 or so-and-so going through a divorce and they're doing a big he said, she said, I hate to say it, but you're probably going to read the divorce first. Might be more interesting. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, it's the content sometimes. I'm not saying we're all lawyers, yeah. but a lot of folks do. But seriously, a lot of folks, it, it is the, the phone and that printed material, we still got the AJC. I right. go out every, I waddle out every morning. They ping it in and we read it over breakfast, this kind of stuff. But I mean, there's also time to, you know, I'm looking at my, you know, whatever. I'm up on a computer back and forth between breakfast and all too. But um, a lot of folks nowadays, they're going through Facebook first. And maybe yep. they're going to look at the Like I said, maybe looking at Twitter or like I said, Instagram, Red Hot. Carol, most important, if people have any questions about social media needs out there, how can they reach you?
1: Well, they can reach me, um, well, lots of different ways to reach me. You can find me at Denim Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, any of those places. We're just, you know, at Denim Marketing. You can certainly call me at 770-383-3360. You can um, visit our website, DenimMarketing.com. or if you want to email me, I'm carol at DenimMarketing.com.
0: All right. Denim, like the jeans, that can Mm -hmm. very, very comfortable. Comfortable is the thing. Him and buzzword. It's a comfortable fit. It's a comfortable fit indeed. Carol, thank you very much for your time. Great job as always. Todd, also thank you for your help today. Uh, We're gonna wrap this up. We'll have more coming up where real soon. This is John ruckermiller Miller of Hometown Headlines at the Hometown Headlines Podcast. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.